0: Day. Are you ready for the highest and fastest poster in the world? Are you ready for... This ah, real... island dares you to come face to face with the beast. The beast. 7,000 feet. You hear my voice. The Loch Ness Monster. It's Andy Mr. Pop. Ready. That is waiting and on top of the rapture. We are currently experiencing a mechanical issue, and we do not know the length of the delay. How's it going? Happy, happy August. It is Friday, August 4th at 6.54 p.m. as I am recording this. Happy Friday. Well, actually, no. Happy Monday. Um, That's when this is going up. Hopefully, we can have a uh, good start to your week. I'm sorry for being gone. Uh, I was going to upload an episode last uh, last Friday, and then things kind of fell through, and I wanted to wait for the Dragster news, so I didn't record on Monday, which is when I typically record. I typically just record and upload the same day, because um, it only takes about half an hour or so to uh, get an uh, episode edited and all that jazz but uh, how's it going how is it going hopefully it's going good we've got some news to talk about Um, again if you've been living under a rock we're in announcement season so we've got uh, two major announcements one of them is uh, far better than the other and uh, I'm obviously referring to the uh, good gravy that is the far better announcement of the two <laughs> okay, let me back things up well first off, welcome back to the single rider line. Good to have you back and uh hope you've been enjoying your summer and enjoying the coaster season it's uh it's been a good season so far. I know I talked about this last episode, but it's 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 good we're finally uh you know. We're finally kind of getting to the latter part of the season. It's it's sad, but I'm glad we're getting there because that means announcements start rolling around. Uh the Halloween events start getting their marketing going and that sort of thing. But it's a, it's been a good season. It's been a good season. Don't have any park trips to talk about, unfortunately. Actually, that's not true. I do have one, and that was with my mom. Um, it wasn't for it wasn't for uh like anything super special but so this is a story for another time as far as how I grew up and my childhood and that sort of thing but uh just to keep things simple the relationship with my parents is uh, pretty strained due to some religious factors that I will save for now I've talked about it on the your favorite coaster sucks podcast. if you want to go give that a listen um, go check them out by the way great podcast all around but if you want a uh, more comprehensive view of it that's probably your best shot for now and I'll talk about it at some point on this podcast but I've uh I'm, I'm gonna save it for now that that requires a whole episode for itself but I went with my parents to Kings Island. Because they're not enthusiasts, they they go maybe to a park maybe once a year, maybe, um, if at all, you know they're they're busy, they got stuff going on, and uh, trying to plan things is not exactly not exactly the easiest of things. Uh, but yeah, we ended up going to Kings Island, and my dad does not like wooden coasters. Period. He doesn't like how the train vibrates on the track, which I don't understand. But you know what? He is uh, over 50 years old. So I'm not going to judge him because as a 20 year old, (laughs) I don't know. uh, You know, I don't know. I'm not going to pry about that. So but so he, you know, and Kings Island is known for their wooden coasters. So that kind of eliminates a lot of his options there. So that gets rid of Mystic Timbers. That gets rid of the Beast. It gets rid of both sides of the Racer. Um, so that's a not a good majority of the lineup, but it's a lot of the major coasters there, or two of the major coasters. Um, and there's a few steel ones he still won't do. Um, like like it's not because he's scared of them; he just doesn't want to get sick. <clears throat> I drank some pre-workout before recording this because I'm gonna go re- going to go record or going to go work out after I'm done recording this. But uh, some of the powder is like caught in my throat. <laughs> Thank you, Six Star. Wonderful time for a lawsuit. I'm ki- I'm kidding. I love their I love their stuff. If you're looking for pre workouts, protein powder, that sort of thing, this is not sponsored. Uh, Six Star has uh, has some good has some good pre workout and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, he also won't do like flight of fear or Invertigo. To be fair, those coasters are, Invertigo is just bad. Uh, Flight of Fear, it's okay. We've talked about this last time and uh, my girlfriend's obsession with it. So he is fairly limited as far as his options go uh, at King's Island, but it's the closest we live to, so we end up going there. And uh, that also limits me and also limits my mom onto what we can ride while, while we're there um, without leaving him behind. And my mom wanted to get a night ride with my dad. And uh, so we ended up doing an Orion night ride. That was pretty good. But she also wanted a beast night ride, which she couldn't do. She had to pick between Orion or the beast because they both shut down at. uh, At 930 for the fireworks and then they reopen afterwards. So we went back to Kings Island on a later date after me and my parents went probably about a month later. Uh, so my mom can get her Beast Night Ride. And it was uh, it was nice. We got there. It was like 7.30, 8. We decided to hop on. Well, I wanted to grab some food because I had not had dinner. So I just used my plan. Went over to Potato Works. Got the pulled pork fries. Wonderful, as always. Those are so addictive. Pulled pork fries. God Goddamn. <laughs> It's like I don't know how to describe it. Like, okay, I know how to describe the food. It's just I don't know how to describe why. I can't talk today. I don't know how to describe why they're so addictive. So it's potato wedge fries. Um, I don't think you can ever go wrong with those. It's got pulled pork on there. It's got some sort of sauce. I don't know what it is. Um, but it's good, and it's got barbecue sauce drizzled on top of the work it's not a lot um well it's a lot of food but it's not a lot as far as ingredients go but it's just so damn good like <laughs> I could go there and eat that every day all season long and I'm not gonna get tired of it it's just it's just so nice it's so nice um they had uh carne asada fries last year called the flight commander fries based on the flight commander Rye that used to be there. They don't have that this year, unfortunately, because that was one of their 50th anniversary specials. So sad to see, but you know, pulled pork fries are still there. So I will not, will not complain. So I, I ate real quick. We went and hopped on mystic timbers. Uh, again, she doesn't ride coasters as much as I do, but she absolutely loves Mystic. It's, And I'm glad she does, because that coaster is so good. Um, I've ridden it one too many times for me to, uh, not to say for me to care, but um, Mystic is one of the only two coasters open during Winterfest, besides Flight of Fear. So, uh, you know, whenever you ride Mystic like 30 times in the span of a day, you kind of get tired of it after a while. <laughs> So I don't ride Mystic a whole lot whenever I'm there. It's still a kick-ass coaster, though. I don't want to downplay it. It's still. Mm. I almost said it's the best GCI I've been on, but I might have to disagree with that. Last time I was at Dollywood, Thunderhead was Thunderhead was kicking some ass. That's a close one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mystic by a tiny smidge, but Thunderhead is a very close second. So yeah. All right. I'm going to say Thunder. I'm going to say Mystic. Ever so. By like a hair. But Thunderhead is a close second. Um, So we got on Mystic. You know, we hit the brake run. She's laughing because we're having a good time. I'm laughing because I'm having a good time. <sighs> so we get off Mystic. We head on over to Orion because we had time for that. Got a front row Orion like desk ride. Pretty damn good. As always, you can't go wrong with an Orion dusk ride, you know, or just an Orion front row ride in general. I think Orion in any other row besides the front or the back is kind of mediocre, but front row when you can feel that wind in your face. Oh, my God. It's it's an experience that you can get on other gigas. But as far as getting it within a reasonable amount of time, you can't really do that anywhere else. And I know you're going to say, oh, what about Millennium Force? Millennium Force is uh. The drop is not as sharp on Millennium. It's uh, far more gradual, and I don't think Millennium, while Millennium is a speed machine, and I do love that coaster, it's uh, that first drop on Millennium is not anything special, in my opinion. It's It feels like, it, it feels very, very basic compared to a B&M giga drop. So like, like Fury and Orion, those, I would take those drops any day of the week compared to Millenniums. And again, I talked about this last week, but I feel like Orion is just a more complete ride in general. But yeah, you can feel the wind in your face just so well on an Orion front row ride. It's, uh. It gives you that better sense of speed that you don't really get in the other rows, and that's one thing I'll give credit to Millennium on. No matter what row you're sitting in, uh, you feel that sense of speed, which I think is nice about Millennium. Um, I still think Orion is the more complete coaster, but I think Millennium does have the edge on a uh, overall sense of speed across the entire train compared to compared to Orion's. So we got off Orion. Took some pictures of Orion. Went on over to the Beast. Waited probably 45 minutes, an hour in line. Because whenever we got there, it was like 9.45. And uh, they shut the line down already. So we just kind of had to sit there and wait. Scroll through social media, play games on our phones. And then the fireworks went off. So that was that's always good. Some of those fireworks... One okay. There was one firework in particular that went off that night. It exploded, extremely low to the ground. Okay, I'm not a firework. I'm not a uh. Who? What's the term for people who light off fireworks? Um, I'm not an explosives expert, but that was extremely low to the ground. It it had to be seventy five, a hundred feet, maybe, and uh. Yeah, that was that was pretty damn close. But nothing got set on fire, so that's good. Glad uh, the beast hasn't burned to the ground yet. I'm surprised it hasn't, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we waited. Waited some more. And uh, there was this group that was there. It was a bunch of, like, 12 to 16-year-olds... They were all wearing a shirt for this organization that took them on coaster trips. I forget the name of it, but it had like all the parks they were going to on the back. And they were going to Canada's Wonderland, King's Island, Cedar Point. Um, I believe King's Dominion was on there as well. And uh, it was really interesting because I've never seen a, a, a group like that before. It was like a summer camp from what I remember correctly. I really wish I would have been able to do that whenever I was that age. Have a company take me all over the uh the United States for I'm sure like a flat rate. I'm not saying it's cheap, but you know, my parents pay a flat a flat rate and I uh now I get to go travel. That'd be pretty cool. Unfortunately, um religion would not allow me to do that, uh which I am not religious anymore. And uh, that, I will get into that in another episode at some point. I'll uh, I'll look into it some more. But yeah, it was really interesting. They filled up like, the whole line behind us. Um, they reopened the ride. We got our Row 17 Beast Night Ride. If you know, you know. And uh, of course, it's a Beast Night Ride, so it kicks ass. I have not been on a Voyage Night Ride, which I've heard is leagues better. I'm hoping to fix that next year at Hollywood nights, but uh we will see so that was a good that was a good trip I got to spend some time with my mom you know strained relationship or not it was uh it was still good to spend some time with her and to be able to get a another beast night ride with her so it was a it was a good time all right, we got some news. The wait is finally over. It has been months and months and months. It has been almost a full year of speculation. No, over a full year of speculation. And uh, here we are. Here we are. We are in August of 2023. The dragster incident happened in August of 2021, so two years later, here we are, and Top Thrill Dragster Reimagined is now Top Thrill 2. I'll be honest, the name was pretty dumb whenever I first read it. I was like, are you serious? That's. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, this is the most lazy thing ever, but... You know, the more I think about it and the more I've uh, read it, the more it's grown on me, like Top Thrill 2. Yeah, it works. It's still it's still Top Thrill Dragster, but it's not a dragster anymore. But it's also not a brand new ride, but it still is. So Top Thrill 2 just kind of works, you know? And for anybody asking my opinion, I believe Top Thrill 2 is 110% a new credit. Um, and if you disagree with me, then I hate you. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, I would like to hear people's counter arguments as to why it's not a new credit. My guess is going to be like, well, it's got the original Top Hat and it's the same track, which I do agree with, but it also has a new element and new track on it. It's a new experience. So that's my reasoning as to why I believe Top Thrill 2 is a new credit. But let's look at the press release. I've already read through this, but I wanted to... uh, give you guys a bit of a rundown. So, Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple launch Stratacoaster. I don't like how that's worded. It says the world's tallest and fastest triple launch Stratacoaster. Like, there's a already... Like, there's another triple launch Stratacoaster, when there's only two Stratacoasters at the moment. Um, so, it is getting a swing launch. Like how like how Pantheon is and how that new Intamin and Icebreaker is and how that new Intamin is at fucking that one place. I'm i going to be honest. I absolutely love how this coaster looks. My expectations were low, not in like a bad way low, just like, you know, keeping them realistic. And I am pleasantly surprised by this. So what did I say? Keep your expectations low and you will always be pleasantly surprised. So this whole announcement is just a massive fuck you to all the coaster YouTubers who totally overhyped this thing and were like, it's going to have a 500 foot spike, guys. It's going to have an extended layout X, Y, and Z. No, it's not. Chill out. (laughs) God. (laughs) All right. So top thrill two: the world's tallest and fastest triple launch strata coaster. Uh, it's going to have a height of 420 feet on both, on both of the elements. So the spike in the back is also going to be 420 feet. Obviously you're not going to get to that 420 foot height, um, on that back spike, but, uh, I'm not complaining. I mean, the original top hat is 420 feet, so it's, it's, it's fine. So you're going to have a forward launch of, from zero to 74 miles per hour. Uh, it does not talk about the acceleration rate. Um, so you're going to go into the original top hat. You're going to get the rollback. It's only going to go about a quarter of the way up, which I was thinking about, and people were like kind of upset at the, at the fact that you don't go uh, all the way up on that rollback. But it makes sense because launching that high up and having to fall back down is going to make the ride that much longer and considering how they have to push trains through and the fact that this is a Cedar point and it's a swing launch. Like that's the entire ride is a swing launch. That's it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you probably don't want to launch all the way up just so that you can keep the ride at a uh, fairly short at a fairly short time. Um, but But yes, you're going to go from zero to 74 on that first launch, climb up the original top hat. You're going to start falling backwards and you're going to launch to 101 miles an hour. Go up the back spike, which is, again, 420 feet. And you're probably I'm not sure how high up on that you're going to get. I would say if you're sitting in the back, it'd probably be three quarters to five, six of the way up the up the spike. Which is gonna be really cool. That's gonna get that's gonna provide some serious weightlessness once you're falling back down. That's that's gonna be good. I'm excited for that. It is ninety degrees, by the way. Um yeah, it's a ninety degree, four hundred and twenty foot vertical tower, as they call it. And you're gonna get weightlessness. Um and then you're going to fall back down and you're gonna hit that original 120 miles per hour. And you're going to climb the original uh, top hat, clear it, and uh, go back down and hit the brakes. It sounds like a good ride experience to me. I think this is a good successor to the original dragster. And I am not going to complain about this. I can make some minor nitpicks if I really want to. But I, I, I don't have any complaints. It looks good. And... I know some people aren't going to be happy with this, but th- that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> um, one minor nitpick. I'm not a huge fan of how the trains look, or at least the one shown in the promotional, because it's showing a uh, I got way too close to the mic there. It's showing a like blue train. I don't think it looks very good. But again, that's a minor, minor nitpick. And uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to complain about that much. Uh, I did order a top thrill Two shirt from Cedar Point's website because <laughs> I am super excited for this. Um, but yeah, this looks really good, man. That pull out from the uh, original or pull out into the new spike looks insane. That's going to provide some incredible G's. God damn, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot, okay, yeah, but yeah, I'm excited for this thing, man. No complaints here, so this is also going to just completely change the cedar Point skyline um for the foreseeable future, like two four hundred and twenty foot towers, yes, please. <laughs> my question is what is there to complain about on this like people are gonna be like oh it doesn't have an extended layout or oh they could have done more like this is this is perfectly acceptable i don't want to know how much that 420 foot tower costs um just to build that alone um dragster itself whatever it was first built was 22 million dollars (laughs) so you know to build another one i don't i'm sure we'll get some form of pricing at some point later Once this thing is completely built, but they have not said anything about how much this is going to cost the park. Um, It's also going to come with a new section just called CP Racing, which I really like. I'm glad they kept the racing theme. I think a space theme would have been incredibly lame. And this is going to. I just like it. I don't know. The new entrance plaza, I'm not a huge fan of. I like the CP Racing logo, but from the from the concept art that they're showing. It looks a little uh, a little tacky, but besides besides the entrance to the coaster, I think it looks good. They've got the uh, bleachers are still there. It says TT Two uh, Cedar Point Racing, and it's got covered bleachers, so that's nice because the old ones were not covered. It looks like it's just concrete, so people can still uh, sit there and watch it go by. So that'll be fun. Uh, and that is pretty much it. It's keeping the uh, it's the track is going to be white and red. And the supports are going to be solid gray throughout the entire thing. Um, I'm hoping this thing has a cool light package on it. I'm sure we'll find out more about that as uh, as construction continues. But that is pretty much it as far as uh, Top Thrill 2 goes. I almost called it Top Thrill Dragster 2. It's going to be hard to break that. In my mind, this is still Dragster. Um So I'm sure I will get used to it eventually. But that is uh, that is pretty much all. I'll keep you guys posted on uh, if anything changes on this and if any news comes out. Uh, That's not it, though. We also got Good Gravy. Holiday World's new family coaster, which, in my opinion, is the dumbest and greatest name for a coaster ever. This is. Absolutely ingenious. <laughs> like, as far as this, the Thanksgiving section goes, well, first off, it is a Vakoma, one of Vakoma's new age Vekoma's, uh boomerang. So, a family boomerang, my bad. And this just looks like fun. You know, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with this. It goes through. Giant cutout or like giants' versions of Thanksgiving dinner items. Yeah, giant kitchen objects, as they describe it. You go through a cranberry jelly can, which doubles as a tunnel. Um, there's a rolling pin. There's also a whisk. There's a Koch dairy bottle. There's also a chicken timer and Ruth's stuffing box, which they notate says uh, uh, that. Uh, stovetop stuffing was invented by Ruth uh, Seams, I think is how you pronounce her last name, of nearby Evansville, Indiana. So they're paying ho- they're paying homage to her, but by- they're paying homage to her invention by naming our stuffing after her, which I I absolutely love. This isn't going to be the most intense thing ever. Um, I have not been to Holiday World. I want to get there soon, but this just looks fun. You know, it, it's nothing it's nothing massive. It's nothing super special, but it looks fun. Also, this is one of the few coasters in the world that's going to have a purplish pink track. Um, we don't see that just period. I can't think of a single coaster that has purplish pink track. Correct me if I'm wrong. But <laughs> I can't think of one. My girlfriend is going to love the fact that that's this thing. Um, I, I have not shown her this coaster yet. I'm going to have to do that. But uh, Good Gravy. Interesting coaster name. And I think it's one of the... I I just think it's really good. And the train itself looks like a gravy pouring pot. I don't know what you'd call that or what the official name is for that, but neat. So I guess you could say Holiday World is uh, trying to get in on the gravy train. That that uh, slang does not make sense in this context because I don't want to know how much this coaster costs. And considering they only build coasters once every 10 years or so. Um, but l- let me just read what they said. They said, gee willikers, that's some good gravy. <laughs> good gravy. Holiday World's first family c- roller coaster is a 1,500 foot wide Uh, ride to save thanksgiving dinner you'll travel forward up a 77 foot spike then backwards to make more gravy and save thanksgiving dinner with a uh, 38 inch minimum height requirement and a max speed of 37 miles per hour this ride is sure to excite the whole family your journey begins at thanksgiving dinner at grandma gracie's house her sister abigail spends her time at gobbler getaway grandma gracie is renowned for her good gravy and grandpa gavin is its biggest fan. (laughs) They have a whole storyline behind this. Uh, This year for Thanksgiving, the unthinkable happened. The family runs out of gravy. (gasps) Oh no. (laughs) It's up to you to help grandma make more good gravy and save Thanksgiving dinner. We gotta save Thanksgiving dinner, guys, with some good gravy. As you whisk up a fresh batch of gravy, you'll dodge gigantic kitchen accessories and ingredients, including a chicken timer, whisks, rolling pans, couch. Uh, dairy bottle, and a box of Ruth's stuffing. Just like Thanksgiving dinner, there's something for everyone. Good gravy is dynamic enough for thrill-seekers, yet gentle and smooth enough for children, and even even Grandma Gracie. It'll have the whole family saying, gee willikers, that's some good gravy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And that's going to open May of next year. Same thing with uh top thrill too and i think that's a great way to end this episode with the announcement of good gravy again that's such a that's such a good name the trail if you haven't watched the trailer for it please go do so it's it's wonderful it's wonderful so i hope you all have a great week um you will get through this. Trust me. You will. Um, <laughs> uh, I hope you have a good Monday. Mondays typically suck, but hopefully, hopefully this one goes smoothly for you and I uh, can get you through the week. I'm going to go work out. I can feel that pre-workout kicking in. Um, my skin like kind of tingles right now. It, yes, that's intentional. Um, cause that's what pre-workout does to you. I don't know why or how, but, uh, that is where we're at right now. So I'm going to go work out You have a good Monday and we will see you next time in the single rider line.